now, back to Roger and JP on 102.5 The Bone. Roger and JP, 102.5 The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. stuff is so good. So great. I saw a video the other day, uh, Nuno Betancourt uh, from Extreme being interviewed. By this guy, Rick Beato, who does just great, great music stuff. He's a musician, producer, that kind of thing. And uh, he's interviewing Nuno. Nuno's sitting there just trying out different guitars. He's just wailing through some Van Halen riffs. Yeah. Like, it's just effortless, you know? Yeah. But, he, but he's sitting there, and he's smiling. He's so happy. He's talking about how just great Eddie Van Halen was. I wish I had. Because, because he, he thought this stuff up, and he goes, the stuff he did, he goes, it bends your mind. Like, and he's so happy. Like, you just feel happy watching Nuno play guitar. I wish I had right. any musical talent any yeah just like i mean they didn't make you play the recorder in fifth grade (laughs) yeah that didn't work well (laughs) what what? it didn't take what do you mean i don't even even know what happened with it i don't know if i gave it back oh i know you had to do it though to get a grade like you couldn't just not do it yeah don't you wonder why like even now my kids had to do the recorder thing i'm like what is to help you develop your musical even if you're not going to be a it's your intro yeah yeah i guess it's just an easy thing it's easier than strings or yeah, rhythm with the drums. It's just basic stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, my I daughter's the recorder, too, and then they got the clarinet, and that's, of course, when you make that <laughs> investment and you buy $250 clarinets, that's when, of course, it, it dies, and then you have to sell them off for $75. How, out of all the money we spend on our kids, oh, how much of it do you think is just pissed away? Well... It's an experience. You well, said you like to spend money on experiences, yeah. so I don't know if it's pissed away per That's se. That's a good way to look at well, it. Well, it kind of is when you when they're being forced to play an instrument that they don't really want to play. They want yeah. no part of it. But well, the recorders were free. But they have. I understand that part, but when they got older, it wasn't. Right. You know, violin rentals or saxophone right. rentals, yeah. or, Tons of rentals, and all the stuff that oh, goes man. to like yeah. the stuff that you can't rent. You know, you had to buy reeds, which aren't a lot of money. But, you know, and then there's, like, lessons and all that stuff. If they care, there's lessons. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, my son was playing clarinet. I mean, he wanted to play drums originally. And obviously everybody wants to play drums because it's cool. And uh, at least it can be cool. Right. And uh, so he had to wind up playing clarinet. And he just, the teachers weren't great. And he didn't care for it. Mm. So he gave it up this year. Nobody inspired him. No. Really? No. His I teacher was the not inspiring. Is that like the fallback one? I think everybody played the clarinet here. Like, you know what I mean? No. Like, you, no, my well, son. there's lots of flutes. There's lots of clarinets. What else? Yeah, the flute, usually, there weren't really too many dudes playing the flute, though. No. But I'm just wondering what there's a lot of. Yeah. Some, some, sometimes, sometimes there's a lot of saxophones. Yep. That was my son's thing. I could never. Meanwhile, he never, it sat there. Oh, yeah. And he never played. Yeah. And I said to him, I go, dude, I know what you're doing. <laughs> what? What's he doing? They were going to do it at a concert. He was just going to move his fingers and not play. Oh, that's yeah. not how you do it. That's, <laughs> that's not. Exactly. No, if they never is, practiced, of course that's what he's going to do. That right? is exactly what, what he you said. Listen, dude, last <laughs> night at the dinner table, I forgot, I forgot what happened. I forgot how it started. Um, but I jokingly said that we... I, so my, both, my daughter and my wife both tested positive for COVID at mm. one point, right? And we had the test from last week. And I want to talk about a story blowing up in my face. I'll get to that later. Huh. But jokingly, last night, I said at the dinner table, I'm like, you two should sell the COVID test to s- schoolmates. 
I was no, joking. No. Yeah. I was joking. No. But you could see the light bulb that went over both of their heads <laughs> from a mile away. And I was like, yo, I was kidding. But if you're going to do it, you got to rent it. You can't sell it to them because they don't have it anymore. Right, right, right. What would they do with it? Get out of school. They would have a picture of it and be yeah, able to they, show they it as like, sit there and fake being sick at nice. fake being sick at home, and then their parents go to work and they're playing video games all day. And then yeah. the, the numbers for who has it, the percentages, and all of that goes all out of whack because they're not keeping track of that anymore. I mean, they're not like you know crazy, crazy, insane for other reasons, but they're still. I mean, any the flu, like they you know percentage of flu goes up and down each season or whatever. They keep track of yeah, stuff like that. Apparently now you have a flu A and a flu B. Flu. Mm. The flooby. The only thing is with the fake test, as soon as the parent says, oh, you got to go to the doctor, now you're screwed. Because as soon as you go to the the doctor, it all falls apart. Yeah, well, I didn't even get that far. I was joking when I said it. Yeah, I know. You know. know. You know, we were kids. I don't, I think they, in in school, besides a recorder, um, we had tambourines, a triangle. I don't even know who got to play that. Um... We had some pads with drumsticks. Like, they weren't drums. They were, like, practice pads, so it didn't make, like, massive noise to disturb the other classes. But we didn't, We were nowhere near having a band of any sort. You know, like a marching band. Oh, you or didn't anything. have a band? Not until high school, and then I was already out of it. Did you have to I do concerts and stuff? Uh, no. Those instruments I'm thinking of were, like, second and third grade. Like, yeah. <laughs> really lame stuff, you know. And Recorder came back with Hot Cross Buns with my daughter. Now, was it, hot, is it Hot Cross Buns or is it Three Blind Mice? Because it's a oh. do, do, do. Same, okay. same song. Same right? song, different lyrics. Okay. <laughs> Brett, right on it. Like Casey Kasem well, of does, kids songs. Does Hot Cross Buns have lyrics? Hot Cross Buns. Hot Cross Buns. buns. See, See how, how they, they run. run. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the rest of it is, but it's definitely Hot Cross Buns. By the way, I never even heard the phrase Hot Cross Buns until Raj. Raj said it to me. Like, my kids were going to one of their early school concerts and he said something about hot cross buns. I'm like, what mm. are you talking about? He's like, you don't know hot cross buns. I had no idea what he was saying. You, well, you, my buns. What did you do in school? That's what we did in school was hot cross buns when it was because it's so basic, you know? I didn't do Oh, I didn't have that when I was a kid. That was at my daughter's, you know? Yeah. Maybe they replaced three blind mice with hot cross buns because, well, because they're blind. Three blind mice is super violent. Like the all run off, the, the carved run. off their tails with a carving knife or whatever. Like this oh, is a what woman, said? a butcher's wife killing mice is with a butcher's knife. Like it's oh, bad. Oh, is that really what yeah. the lyrics are? Yeah. Now I get it. Now you got me. I'm in. <laughs> Oh my God. Started metal bent. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah, JP's over there. Three blind mice. Three no. blind mice. band is called Mice Murderer. Uh, <laughs> see how they run, see how they run. They all ran from the farmer's wife who cut off his recovery knife. Did you ever see such a sight in your life as three blind mice? And that was the theme for, um, what you call it, uh, Three Stooges. They did a, right. a whistling wah, wah, version. Wah, of, or the, Yeah, that, that version. A wah, wah version, right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what the kids are learning. <laughs> no, right, right. No wonder they're bored. In fourth grade, I specifically remember um, learning, um, like in our, like, because we would stay in the same classroom at that point. We didn't go from mm-hmm. class to class. Right. And the music teacher would roll her big-ass piano in and, you know, play the piano while we sang along. Was- you didn't all go as a group to the music room? No, she rolled her piano into the room. We had to go to the music room for music. That was, like, later. Like, we had a choir room in high school and stuff and in junior high. But in fourth grade... My right, father right. took my trumpet and threw it out the window. <laughs> Did you suck at playing the trumpet? I, like, my father, man, my father worked very hard. Just couldn't take and when it he anymore. came home, he was <laughs> tired, 
And I picked oh. up the trunk. He didn't throw it out the front out of a window. He threw it out the front door. Oh, the front he door. He said, get that goddamn thing out of my house. And I went back in and I had to return the trumpet the next day and I ended up in chorus. Was it dented? <laughs> no, it was no, on the lawn. That's, that's, where that's where you learned. That's where you learned to stand there and move your mouth and not sing. No, I sang in chorus. I actually oh, okay. had to do a... Not a solo, because it was, it was me and my buddy had to do it. But it wasn't like a duet either. Like, we were singing the same thing at the what same time. What was it? So it wasn't a duet. I don't remember. Wait, I mean, was I it Christmas? I don't, I, do, I don't remember. I just remember we got, we had to do this thing. And she, you know, and we were, it wasn't because we were being punished. Mm. She just chose us. So you and, can sing. Um, You're saying you can sing. Not anymore. I can't. I might have been able before puberty, I guess. I don't know. But I can't nice. I can't sing for I can't sing at all. Nothing. I was JP, so how old were you? Zero. When, at that time? When you got the solo? Not duet. I don't I mean fourth grade. Seven, seventh grade the latest. I had a latest, solo in the sixth grade, grade choir. So I think we oh. were the same thing, yes. Only mine was Christmas. Mine was um that sleigh bell song. <laughs> That song. Yeah. That's an instrumental, isn't it? And you know something? How did you have, how did you have, a, how did you have a solo with there's it? There's words right? to it. There's a whole. There's a whole song to it. And it was, instrumental. That's the worst part of all those concerts for the kids and for the parents. What's that? Play stuff you oh, people oh, right. know. Yeah. Play stuff. What do you people, mean? Christmas songs? Well, I'm not talking about Christmas songs. I'm talking oh. about maybe it's the spring concert or the mm-hmm. winter concert. Make, oh. like, and they'll find some godforsaken German Christmas song <laughs> that they'll make these kids <laughs> either play via, right. you know, the orchestra right. two or whatever the hell it is. Like, play Let It Be. Play a Beatles song. Well, no, I was just, that's why and I even brought up the... now, here's Duhast yeah. from Ramstein, <laughs> kids. Go. Oh. That's why I brought up the rolling in the piano thing, because I distinctly remember us mm. learning nine to five. Like, that Dolly Parton song, we really? sang nine to five. So when we had our little concert thingy, it was nine to five. People knew it. It was modern, and, and it, that was kind of cool. Mm. And uh, we were in sixth. The eighth graders did Bohemian Rhapsody. It was oh, new. Get out of here. Yep. When, it, when it came out and it was a big hit, they did a whole play around that song. No way. Wow. They had the judge, they had the costumes, they had the sets, the whole acting out, the whole song itself. And they broke it up into parts. You think the rest of the teachers got this like music teacher together or whatever, like, yo, enough with the overachieving. Mm -hmm. How about you dial it back? (laughs) (laughs) How about you dial it back a little bit? (laughs) Yeah. If I remember it right, they broke it up and they had dialogue and stuff, so they made it a full story. But when the music parts played, they were... Uh, you know, vo- uh, mouthing uh, the the actual words because they would play it off. You know, the record in the in the back backstage part, so they weren't yeah. really singing it like Freddie Mercury or Queen, but they were uh, you know mouthing it and doing a whole a whole play on it. It might have been a forty five minute play on getting you know caught after having killed right. someone or something. It was pretty wild. A little a little little uh, serious for an elementary school. They were in eighth play. grade. They eighth, were grown um, kids. Okay, <laughs> should know about killing and running for their lives and asking yeah. mom to please help. Yeah, they were big kids. Sixth graders were like, oh, look at him. Look at him do this Bohemian Rhapsody. It was impressive. <laughs> and someone were in their voice cracking? Oh, oh their yeah. Hand over their forehead. Oh, dramatic. One spotlight on the kid. Put it in. <laughs> this song reminds me of my, my aunt Lorraine got married, and we were all there, of course. And my mom's husband, or no, hmm. they were just boyfriend, girlfriend at the time, Paul. And he went, you know how you go to the DJ, it's, you know, request a love song so you can dance with your loved one with or whatever at a wedding, by the way. 
<laughs> Paul goes over and requests this and says, dedicate this to Kathy, and it's this song. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to say, but everybody, right. like, what the hell is this guy doing? Everybody met him for the first time there. This guy's requesting this death song at a wedding. Yeah, all he knew is he wanted her to go to jail for murder. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just get her out of there. I ended up at my cousin's. So, back to the, the, um, the COVID test, yeah. my cu- my 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 little cousin, mm-hmm. not so little anymore, but she was getting. First, it was supposed to be an engagement party, and she's pregnant. And then it was so it went from an engagement party, which is what I thought it was mm-hmm. at the time, to like a gender reveal kind of thing. And then it was like ended up being like a wedding. And oh my, Nicole, it's quite a jump. I didn't know it was a wedding. I would have given her a bigger <laughs> gift. I didn't know. That. I thought, <laughs> That's I, great. I, I thought we were still having an engagement party. By the time oh. I showed up there, she's in a wedding dress. I was like, what okay. the f- is happening, <laughs> dude? I'm telling you, it was it was the sickest thing I've ever seen. But anyway, she so herself because I sent I sent the two tests and I wasn't going to go. Um, it was like. Two hours and change away, and all the stuff, and well, COVID so positivity, I, right? So, I, right, yeah. So she got very, very upset. She's like, "Do you have COVID?" I said, "No," but my wife and my daughter have it. She's like, uh, "And she, we have a, a there's a bond between the two of us." And she's, I love this, I love her with everything. But she got really upset that I wasn't going to be there, mm. and I was like, "F now, my wife is out of it. I got to go alone." Mm, right. Now, you all know how I feel about walking into a room where I don't know everybody. You'll be fine. Yeah. Try one where I don't know anybody. Anybody, oh. The <laughs> only ones I know are my little cousin, mm. her brother, and her mother. That's it. Oof. So I'm walking into this thing. The minute I parked the car, I got that panic attack oh, feeling. Oh, no. Because- and I was like, no way. And I'm like trying to breathe through it. Yeah, I, like, I have no choice. It's not that I can get in the right. car and drive back home. I have to go in. Right. Wow. And you're already there. Yeah. It was the mm. first time I felt what was like since I started the ketamine a year ago. Yeah. It's the first time I felt anything even remotely like that. And it was because you didn't I, know anybody? I Because I was going into a room completely like I knew nobody. So Did then, you have to but, sit but through but a dinner, if you the whole thing, bro. Oh. I have a question. If you what? once I was in there and I was sitting at the table with my aunt. Oh yeah, oh, that's I, good. I got better, oh, but good. when I walked oh, in, good. I was like, my hands were shaking. I was like freaking out. I made a beeline for her. The unknown. But and if you, if you, I, I was like, I think I'm about to have a panic attack. She's like, why? Just relax. She goes, Let's, come on, we'll go to the bar, we'll get a drink. And I went, I, I, I took okay. a vodka soda, and I was like, whack. Yeah. <laughs> if your wife was there, the same amount of people you know and didn't know, but just having your wife there would not have been a panic mm. attack, or would you still have had a little bit of an anxiety? I would have, I would have had, I would have felt that anxiety feeling, but I wouldn't have felt it the way I felt it. Wow. It went away quickly. Like, I was able to, Good. in the past, I used to not be able to keep it under control. Like, I was able to kind of keep it somewhat right. under control. And then once I got in and I, you know, I was with my, with my aunt, whatever it is, it kind of died down. That's going to be like, so frustrating. That's, that's what be- I get. So that whole plan of like getting out of it by showing the COVID test literally <laughs> blew up in my face. You blew it! Because now nobody had to go but me. Yeah. Something. That'll it took teach me two it. and a half hour traffic. It took me two and a half oh. hours to get there. I was like oh. losing my mind. Meanwhile, Jersey City Brutal. is literally directly across from Manhattan. Like if I, if you can see it, if I had a jet ski, <laughs> I'd be I would go from Jersey City to Manhattan in about two and a half, three minutes tops, <laughs> tops. Like Woody Harrelson in that. Movie. But to get there, but because there's and there's no bridge, 
all the way around. All the way. It took me two hours, almost two and a half hours to get there. Yeah. <laughs> On the way home, it took me an hour and a half. Now, did you learn your lesson to not try and scam the system? I wasn't trying to scan the system. I just didn't think I was a big. I didn't. They really think were positive. It was an engagement party. I figured I would be at the wedding. I didn't. I thought this like I was still going to send a gift, and you know all that stuff. Uh, but I didn't realize how important it was for mm. her to have me there. Mm. So, mm. so I did my job. I went. Yep. Got through it. It was weird, <laughs> you know, but it was what it needed to be. It was so funny they were trying to do the gender reveal thing. Right? How'd they do it? With the cake. Oh, that's it. And I said to my cousin, I'm like, do you know what it is? Yes. She's like, of course. I'm like, so what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Right. So then they cut the cake, and before they even pull the slice out to see what color is in it, the guy's already playing, let's hear it for the boys. Oh. The DJ. Oh, you blew it. <laughs> I'm like, womp, womp. That DJ done screwed up. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> He's done that a hundred times. A little too quick. How on does he screw it up? A little too quick on the trigger right there. God, let people see it. Let but, people go, oh, it's a boy. Oh, oh, I felt oh. so, and they clap that, that man play. And then I felt so old because the music was so loud. It was oh, so no, loud. JP. It was so what? loud. I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, would it have affected, would you have been annoyed by the loudness of it if um, it was heavy metal? Because So it was just the music you I didn't wasn't like? an, I wasn't annoyed by it, but it was like, it was loud. I don't, I don't think it needed to be that loud to have the effect. Oh, You're pretty sorry to have a conversation. Well, What's this guy think he's doing? Yeah, that, was not, that wasn't happening. He was, was a bad DJ. In, I was leaning in and yelling at my aunt. <laughs> Sounds, See, sounds no. like a great time. I know. This is what irritates me because this is what you think of when you, best. when you think about doing things and it comes down to this and you're like, oh, I don't want to do it because this is just going to be something crappy. Not, not all experiences are like that, right? Right. right. Listen, no, I wouldn't not. have said a peep if it was on the island. You know what I'm saying? But I knew the ride I was going to have there. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Bring an audio book like, and then just make the most of your time. <laughs> And then the GPS, I was using my wife's car. She got a new car. And for whatever reason, her GPS uses Google Maps. And it crapped out on me. As I'm, going over, as I'm going over the George Washington Bridge, this thing crashed. Uh, GPS signal lost. I'm like, well, get it back. <laughs> so I get I off the bridge. I don't know where the hell I'm going. <laughs> I just went the way I knew would get me to MetLife Stadium because I knew if I went past that, I would get to Newark. And I knew if I went, I thought that maybe. So as I'm driving now, I have to pick up my phone, launch Waze, yeah. go in my pictures, find the address, Remember it by the time I went over the ways to put it in, and I forgot it, and I had to go back over. To, it was like all while, driving all while I'm driving seventy five miles, seventy oh miles an hour. Maybe pull over in that situation. Yeah. yeah once you get once you get over the bridge and know where you're going. I thought about it, but it wasn't like there was a whole big, you know. I'm pulling over on an interstate. It's you know, mm. just yeah. Maybe anyway, safely. I pulled it off. <laughs> I pulled it off, and now her no, GPS is currently stuck fun. in New Jersey. This is Saturday, <laughs> did you say? Saturday, yeah. Oh, what a, that's that's not a fun way to spend your weekend. It's a no. bad Saturday. The rest of Saturday was moving my dad. You know what I did yesterday? I got an 85-year-old man a smartphone. And how did he cave? I'm surprised he caved. He didn't want one, I thought. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to. No, he, he didn't. He, wanted, he was having what I thought was a panic attack in the Verizon store. Oh, poor guy. Because he was oh, clearly so overwhelmed with it. And I'm like, Dad, well, just, relax. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll go back to the house. Mm. We'll spend some time going over it. 
You're not going to not be able to make a phone call. <laughs> what is that you what know, he you're go, You're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, what if I want to do this? I go, Dad, press this button and say, call John. I mean, that's how everybody feels with a new phone, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. actually your yeah, actually least, wonder, how I, mean, I, I don't even know how to use this. How am I going to make a call? But you know with, a, with an iPhone, the majority of it is common sense. If you don't go into the weeds with it, Mm-hmm. The majority of it is common sense. Now it is for us. Now it is. Right. right. So for him, but I remember when I first got that, one, it wasn't. I'm like, I what am I doing? See, I disagree. I thought it was. First time I, I thought it. it was super easy because I knew which one was the phone. I knew which one was the text messaging. What else mm-hmm. do I, like, what else did I need <laughs> until I spent time with it, you know? Yeah. So that's what I tried doing with him. But mm. we'll see. Sounds like fun. I haven't heard from him yet today. So that tells me um, one of two things. Either A, everything's okay. Or B, he can't use the phone. He can't work the phone. I'm leaning B. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a smart lean. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, well, Roger and JP, it's 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio. 135, we'll get to a top 10 list. <laughs> Two o'clock, <laughs> Drew and John. <laughs> uh, he had to cue it into, let's hear it for the boys. We can wait. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we'll be right Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.